Thank you for joining us for the Way Lithia Weekly Podcast. We hope that this message will help you to see your identity in Christ and create growth in your life. We hope you enjoy this message. I'm going to need a few mom experts in here this morning. So, mom experts. Um, Christian, could you help me out this morning? Okay. I got Christian. Where's Carter at? Carter, I need your help, buddy. Do I have any other volunteers? Or if I don't, I'm going to call you out. Uh, you, sorry, but your, your cute ran out about 14 years ago. <laughs> Do we have anybody else? Jacob, you want to come help me? All right, so we've got three for now. We've got three. So, guys, I've got, I've got some questions for you. They are, they're tough ones. But you being mom experts, it should be pretty easy for you. So could, if y'all could just line up right over here. Just, 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 I mean, uh, let's social distance a little bit here. It's uh, six feet, six feet. Come on, over here. Okay, so first of all, once again, happy Mother's Day. Um, Mother's Day is a, um, is an amazing day. It's the, the one, it seems like the one day a year where moms get honored for, uh, for who they are. And if you're not honoring your mom this morning, um, please do so. Uh, moms are the ones who, make sure that life keeps going. And uh, especially in a house like ours where we've got so many kids, um, you know, she helps me keep track of them, make sure that they all stay around. So uh, first question, we'll start with Mr. Carter. Carter is my son. Carter, how old is your mom? If If you had to guess, how old is your mom? 22. Can somebody say four-wheeler for birthday? <laughs> Christian, if you had to guess, how, how tall is your mom? Uh... As in height. I'm getting ah and mm. Maybe minus 10 less. Um, that's cheating, and we're, we're not going to do that. Erase that from your memory and answer again. 5-1. Five 5-1. One. Five one. The boy got it. Some moms cheat for their kids, too. It's... All right, um... We we'll come back to you, Carter. What is your mom's favorite thing to do? Um, Same height as Jamie. Spend time with her friends. Spend time with her friends. Is that your favorite? He's got. I think he's pretty close. Jacob, if your mom was a superhero, what superhero would she be? 
probably the type that helps people. I'm not really. I'm you got you got to pick a name. Elastigirl then. Elastigirl. It'd be Elastigirl. Christian, what is your favorite thing to do with your mom? Board games. Board games. Where's Bennett? Bennett, come up here real quick. All right, Bennett, what is something that your mom always says to you? Love everybody. Love everybody. Carter, what does what does your mom do for work? Um, she takes 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 care of us. Takes care of us. Very good. She does. Do you got an answer for that? Okay. Breeding puppies. Breeding puppies. Yes, yeah, she just started breeding dogs. Um. All right, Christian, or actually, Jacob, where, what's your, where's your mom's favorite place to go? Um, well, I don't really know. I think home. Favorite place to go is home. So now, one last question. I'm going to ask this to each of you. How do you know that your mom loves you? She takes care of us. She pays for the house. She goes to work. She... Um, you're, you're, you're taking it too far. She um, pays for if we want to do sports. That's it. That's it. Who says you can't buy love? <laughs> so how do you know that your mom loves you, Carter? When she snuggles with me. I knew something was there. Was this. I was waiting for that response from the audience. How do you know your mom knows? I mean, how do you know your mom loves you? Um, my mommy loves to spend time with me and play with me. Very good. Same question, Jacob. Um, well, I know that she cares about me because yesterday I had a terrible stomachache and she helped me out. Like, she really helped me out. She prayed for me and stuff. Now I feel better now. So. It was the prayer that made your stomach feel better? Yeah. Right on. And that she helped me, too. And she helped you. Good deal. I, I, I think it was the prayer. Very good. Can, can you all give them a hand real quick? Uh, wait, actually, what, I've got one last question. It was the most important one. Uh, I'm going to ask this one to each of you as well. What is the one thing that your mom does that you would not want, or she would not want anybody knowing about? I'm joking. I'm not going to do that one. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you again for our participants, our certified mom experts. Great job, guys. All right, can we give moms a round of applause this morning? Okay, so normally, we, normally this is whenever we would dismiss the kids. Um, we are going to be doing a short service today just because I know everybody is in a hurry to go stand in line at restaurants. So we, we are going to do a Mother's Day service, and I, I want to thank all of the mothers for being here today. Um, if your mother is not here today, uh, please give her a call today because we've got uh, 
moms are just awesome. So, um, if you could turn it, we're going to open up our Bibles to Proverbs 31. So, an, another thing moms help out with is uh, they, they help you choose your sermons sometimes. I was going to do a sermon about uh, Elijah and uh, about the, the, the woman who... Uh, the woman who had the the, the widow who who had the the flour and the oil and the, the, the they never ran out and everything and her how her son died and she brought him back to Elijah she like you really want to talk about a kid's dying kid dying on Mother's Day yeah I guess you're right so Proverbs 31 is where we land uh, so we're gonna go in verse 10 it says uh, verse 10 it says an excellent wife who can find she is far more precious than jewels not my wife jewels but like jewelry, the heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will lack, and he will, I'm sorry, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm. All the days of her life, she seeks wool and flax and works the willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is not yet, yet night, while it is yet night. And provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. In the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. I want y'all to listen to this. Like everybody thinks in the Bible that the woman is just somebody who kind of sits at the house and does whatever the man tells her to. Listen to this woman. Like she considers a field and buys it. Guys, how many of y'all just let your wife consider something like a land purchase and go do it without consulting you? This is a woman who, who really, her, her husband trusts her. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff. And her hands hold the spindle. Now, this right here, there's a lot of, I actually researched this because I was like, what is a distaff? Um, there's a lot of people who don't know. So uh, there's actually argument on what it actually is, but it has something to do with weaving. So if you go to look it up, that's, that's where you're going to end up. Um, she, opens, she opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She's not afraid of snow for her household, for all of her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when she sits among the elders in the land, when he sits among the elders in the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. Strength and dignity are her clothing. And she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellent, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her works Praise her in the gates. So, a lot of in a, in a lot of circles, you'll you'll hear about women and the 
the main characteristic that you hear about them is submission. I dare you to look through this and try to find where that's the picture they're trying to portray her. See, a woman in a home is, the, is, is just, as, just as important as the husband, if not more so. Because the woman kind of, she's the glue that keeps everything together. The mom puts everything together. In verse 15, it says she gives her for herself to benefit her family. Martin Luther King Jr. said, life's, life's persistent and most urgent question is what are you doing for others? Y'all know that is my heart. And that's one of the ways that my wife and my mom both have challenged me. Those are the two, uh, the two moms that have been in my life that have, have challenged me the most as far as my giving is my wife and my mom. Now, my, um, my mom growing up, it was it was always anybody that we could find that was in need, we were giving to them. We were trying to open up our home to everybody that we could. And my, 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 friend, we, my friends took advantage of that and pretty much ate everything that we had at every possible time. Uh, my mom was, would frequent Sam's Club to buy the biggest boxes of uh, like Reese cups and stuff like that, and it would last about a day. Um, we would have the entire football, football team come over and just destroy it all. But my mom never complained about that. I never heard her say anything like, hey, only one of those, or hey, you know, don't, don't eat all that. Uh, you're, you're taking advantage, anything like that. My mom was always a giving person, as my wife is. My wife challenges me on giving, and I try to give as much as possible. But she challenges me on giving. I can remember we had a conversation one time. We were at an a, uh, Andrew Womack con, uh, conference. And while we were there, um, we were... We were talking about, you know, just all the things that God was doing and where he was taking us in our life. And one of the things that she cautioned me on is, like, is, is where is God in our finances? And I said, well, we tithe. You know, we, we always make sure that we tithe. Where is God in our, but she, she, she was like, what is God saying to do? Because he's planning something in my heart. And I started praying about it. And we came up to the same conclusion. And it was that we need to budget to bless people. Like, to, so that whenever somebody has a need, that it's not like, man, I wish I could do that, but that we have made plans to meet that need. Now, it's not that, that we sit there and we, we're always, you know, have, have money that we're trying to throw at somebody, but whenever somebody has a need, we've got a budget for that because we also do Dave Ramsey. <laughs> but that's one of the ways that she challenged me, and it's been amazing what God has been able to do through that, because one of the, one of the greatest needs that people have right now, or just any time, whenever they, they come to a place where they really don't know where to turn, is a financial need, because those are tough. It's easy for somebody to say, I will pray for you, but it's more difficult for somebody to say, I will partner with you in this need, and I will help you meet it. And whenever you turn over your finances to God, that's what you do. Now, that was not an easy step for me because at the time, I was the only one bringing any finances into the home, and it wasn't a lot. So God had to open up some doors, and that's where the whole Dave Ramsey thing came in, another one of her ideas. She hit me over the head with that for about a year before I finally submitted. But, but she gives of herself to benefit her family and to others around her. 
verse 16 and 17, it says she considers the field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes, and makes her arms strong. A godly woman is not a lazy woman. A godly woman is not a woman who sits at home all day and watches soap operas and just waits for the day to go by. But a godly woman is an active woman. A godly woman is a woman who has been empowered by her family, been empowered by God, and then through her family has been released to, to make sure that her family is profitable. In verse 21, it says, She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all of her household is clothed in scarlet. Has anybody ever seen the, has anybody here ever lived, lived up north? Where it snowed? Okay. I've never lived up north where it snowed, but I did spend a Christmas there. And I could not believe, I, I feel like we had to go through every, everything that parents who live up there have to go through while we were there. Because, you know, we would bundle our kids up, and as soon as we would bundle them up, one of them would have to go to the bathroom. And then I, I didn't realize how messy snow was, how, like, it tracked all through the cars and all through the houses, and the reason you have to have a mudroom. But I was never worried about whether my kids were going to be clothed correctly because, like, my wife, she makes sure that my kids are dressed correctly. She considers me a grown man and has me do that myself, which is a mistake whenever we were up north because I have Florida winter clothes, and that is different. And I froze. <laughs> in verse 23, it says, Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. So I wanted to share with you a, a story that I heard, um, I heard this guy say it, and I thought it was very, very powerful, and it was very, very deep and very, very meaningful, and it was about this man who had a boat, and uh, he lived like out in the Everglades, and he was a millionaire, and he had this boat, and this boat, he had a, a party that was on this boat, and they were all in the middle, and you could see all these alligators everywhere, alligators and crocodiles. Uh, by the way, do y'all know how to tell the difference between alligator and a crocodile? One you'll see later, one after a while. But they had all of these, they were surrounded by all of these alligators. And, and the millionaire that was on there, and he, he, he had all these people on there, he said, the first person that jumps off this boat and swims over to the shore, I'll give you a million dollars. Everybody kind of looked around, looked in the water. They saw all the alligators. Like, Man, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Everybody kind of shaking their heads. No, I'm not going to do that. It's, I'm going to die. And all of a sudden, he heard a splash in the water, and this guy was just booking it all the way to the side. And he got, gets over to the side, and uh, so they come back up, and he made, he made it. He made it. He, like, swam through all those gators. He made it all the way up there. And whenever uh, they get back up there, that, that millionaire comes back over to him, gives him the million dollars, and says, man, you are the bravest guy I have ever met in my life. He said, what possessed you to jump in that water? He said, jump. Somebody pushed me. And then his wife was smiling so big because she just got a million dollars. And the moral of that story is behind every successful man, there's a woman who pushes him. Um, I told you I wasn't going to take a whole lot of time today, and I meant that. I want you to honor your moms today. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we, can, that, uh, that we can teach. There's a lot of stuff that we can do. 
But the most important thing that God gives us is the ability to reach and touch others. So learning this Bible and not honoring our moms today would be a mistake. So I want to tell you, moms, I honor you. I thank you for everything that you do. There are women in this church that still that, that have, have taken a motherly approach to everything that we do here. And I want to thank them. I want to thank you all for making sure that we are staying cohesive, that we are staying together as a leadership team, and staying together as a community. And I'm really excited about what God's doing here in our launch under, under our new name on June 13th. I'm really excited about that. But I want to tell you, it would not happen if it wasn't for the mothers here. And you're just amazing people. So if y'all could stand up with me, we're going to close in prayer. We hope you enjoyed this message. If so, please share it. Also, if you would like to partner with us, you can go to thewaylithy.org forward slash donate. See you next week. And may God bless you and your family.